Oh, Thursday. We meet again. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Happy Thursday. It is Andrew DeVitri, the mistress of pop culture. I sound, I sound a bit groggy. I apologize. Um, I literally just woke up because I've been so busy. Um, and I actually really have been because I've been, you know, reorganizing my apartment, unpacking. Uh, I go today to hand in my keys in my old place, which is a really sad day. So yesterday I spent some time, quite a bit of time there, uh, sort of soaking it all in. And what I usually do um, is I record my episodes for the next day, the night before. Uh, at around like 11 or 12, because that's pretty much when the stories are out. However, once again, which is sort of this new trend I seem to be falling into, is recording in the morning of, in the morning I wake up, which is actually kind of a smart idea because the stories are new and they're fresh. So maybe I'm going to start doing that. I don't know. We'll see. Um, TBD, as the you know world says. But anyways, before I get into anything, and I have four great stories for you guys today, obviously starting off with the breaking news of the day, which is that JLo and A-Rod officially split, um, confirmed, break up, bye. Um, next week I'm going to be on vacation. I am going out of town to be with my fam to get some, you know, sun and, uh, you know, palms and some pool, which I def- desperately need because, interestingly enough, as much as I love living and live for living in L.A., I don't often go to the beach because I live in West Hollywood and the beach is like 20 minutes away, which is like not cool, but when I go see my family, um, we're go- I'm going to their uh, Florida place, um, the pool's right there and it's like not shared with anyone versus the pool in my building which is fabulous but you know I don't I, I'm I'm just one of those people who don't doesn't like sharing a pool also we're still in the pandemic so even though I'm fully vaccinated as well as many other people um you know you just want to be safe you want to play it safe um but yeah so next week I'm going to be off which <laughs> my vocals definitely need <laughs> uh well well we'll see um but what else was I going to tell you guys um yeah that's pretty much it so yeah, I'll be off next week. Um, I'll probably do an episode tonight for tomorrow. Just one last kicker, you know. Also, really exciting news. Tonight at midnight, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode 5 comes, which is on Disney+, Plus, which is a fabulous show. Um, I mean, it's no WandaVision, but it's definitely more action-packed, a little bit more violent, but Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mackie are incredible, as well as Emily Van Camp and the actor who plays Zemo. I'm not quite sure of his name, but he was the actor who was in Captain America Civil War. I mean, I really like him, and I'm really, really glad that Marvel brought him back for this, um, because he's doing an excellent job as Zemo, you know, once again, which doesn't surprise me. So, woohoo, check it out, it's on Disney+. Plus. Um, and now, without, uh, you know, any more dawdling, I guess let's get into our uh, first story of the day, which is the breaking news um, that I saw on my phone when I woke up. Uh, LA Times, so obviously it was behind the East Coast time, which is where the news broke a little bit earlier. Oh, by the way, you know what? Before I actually get into this story, and this is not a story, one of the four that I chose, but obviously everything that's going on with that uh, Bachelor Colton, Colton Underwood, I think. Um, I know I've been reading the articles too about him coming out, which is just simply fabulous, but I've also decided not to you know, report about it just because of you know, previous stories with him and uh, things that he did that I don't support or that weren't in such a, you know, positive, shedding such a positive light on, you know, his actions. So I'm not going to talk about him, but I'm just going to offer my congratulations and say, obviously, it's such a, it's a personal journey for each person who, you know, comes out. You you get there on your own and nobody can really do it for you. You have to do it yourself. But um, yeah, that's all I'm going to say about that. Congratulations. Okay, first story of the day comes from E! News. Jennifer Lopez and Alex Rodriguez officially break up. I feel like I was literally just talking about this the other day where they 
split or they're taking no they sort of put out a statement saying that they're taking time to work on them you know themselves or things but hey sometimes that just means it doesn't work out and the cookie crumbles but you know what that's life okay it's officially over for Al- for Jennifer Lopez Jennifer Lopez excuse me and Alex Rodriguez on April 15th the singer and New York Yankees alum confirmed they've called off their engagement in a statement to E News oh I love when people put out an official statement it's just so Baratheon um quote we have realized we are better as friends and look forward to remaining so the two said continuing quote we will continue to work together and support each other on our shared businesses and projects lopez who shares 13 year old twins emmy and max muniz with their ex-husband mark anthony rodriguez who shares daughters natasha 16 and ella rodriguez 12 with ex-wife cynthia skirtis added they quote wish the best for each other and one another's children out of respect for them, they continued, the only other comment we have to say is thank you to everyone who has sent kind words and support. The news comes one month after split speculation first emerged. Lopez and Rodriguez slammed the breakup rumors, quote, all the reports are inaccurate, the duo said in a statement, we are working through some things. Well, I definitely think that that's true, um, but obviously working working on things is the, what do you call it, the yellow brick road to us, the metaphor for like the yellow brick road, the road to um, you know, the inevitable split, but Hey, you know, that's, that's what happens. Some people grow apart. Um, I mean, this is obviously very devastating for the children because they probably became really accustomed to being, you know, good friends and hanging out all the time in the private jets and, you know, just being fabulous. But there's two things that come to mind for me when I, when I think of the JLo and A-Rod relationship. First and foremost, that photo a couple years ago that like leaked where he was <laughs> sitting on the, uh, porcelain throne so to speak you know the toilet um in new york city and someone from a building across the way like literally took a photo of it or a video even and alex is just sitting there pooping i mean total invasion of privacy just awful but like lol like put up some shades and i think he did afterwards and the other thing that comes to mind well not really with regards to them as a couple but pretty much individually is who's jennifer lopez gonna date next i mean obviously alex i don't really know so much about alex so i don't really care too much about him no no offense i just i'm not a baseball like fan or whatever i'm a big fan of hers um i'm just wondering she's gonna be the most eligible bachelorette but this is what i was thinking and just you know bear with me uh endure this for just a moment i just reported well i mean obviously this happened a couple of months ago but ben affleck and anna de armas split Jennifer Lopez and Alex Rodriguez split. Jennifer and Ben, Benifer, um, were a couple back in the day, an iconic couple. What if this is the world's way of bringing them back together? I mean, I would be living for it, and I think many, 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 many of the stands would be living for it. She's, you know, an actress, a singer, an entrepreneur, a businesswoman, mogul, a music global icon, and Ben is a movie star. Now, Maybe Jennifer probably wants somebody who's more behind the scenes or or just, you know, doing their own thing. Although, and this, again, I'm going to preface this also by saying this is not like Jennifer needs somebody. But, you know, if she wants to you know, get back into a long-term relationship, which I think would be fabulous, um, I think that would be great because, you know, they have... It was just, it's like Alex was retired, so they spent a lot of time together. So she probably, you know, inevitably, you get irritated with somebody who's already around. I do. And I'm, like, literally never around people. So I'm just like, you know, putting it out in the ether that maybe, you know, the world will bring them back together, which would just be divine. Um, so yeah, that's that on that. I'm going to be waiting with beta breath to see who she ends up with next because she's literally the most eligible bachelorette um, on the market, at least in my eyes. Okay, second story of the day comes from E! News also. 
Justin Theroux shares rare insight into Jennifer Aniston breakup. Obviously, Justin Theroux and Jennifer were married for quite some time. Um, you know, there are, used to be tons of paparazzi photos of them in New York. Um, and I'm a huge fan of Justin Theroux. Well, obviously, Jennifer from Friends, but all of her movies, she's just not that into you. Along, uh, along came Polly, Marley, and me. She's an, she's an icon in the morning show. But Justin Theroux, if you guys um, have you ever seen Charlie's Angels Full Throttle, which is the second, the sequel to Charlie's Angels with Drew Barrymore, Lucy Liu, and Cameron Diaz. Justin Theroux played Seamus, who was um, Dylan, uh, Drew Barrymore's ex, who was the villain of the movie, and he was so good. Well, it was really um, Demi Moore who was the villain, but he was also the villain, too. They were co-villains, but he's a really talented actor. And he was also in an episode of Sex and the City, fun fact. Um, okay, let's read the story. Justin Theroux and Jennifer Aniston are still friends, wink wink, despite their split. It's been three years since the Leftovers alum in the Morning Show star announced their separation. Quote, Normally we would do this privately, but given the gossip industry cannot resist an opportunity to speculate and invent, we wanted to convey the truth directly. The duo, who wed in 2015, said in a statement, a joint statement to E! News in Feb 2018, whatever else is printed about us, that is not directly from us, is someone else's fictional narrative. Above all, we are determined to maintain the deep respect and love that we have for one another. Ultimately, the statement did little to prevent rumors from flying. One reported scenario, for instance, claimed Thoreau and Aniston's desire to live on opposite coasts played a role in their split. That's a narrative that's not true, for the most part, he told Esquire in a, narrative, in a new interview published on April 15th. Quote, look, people create narratives that make themselves feel better or simplify things for them. That whole, this person likes rock and roll, that person likes jazz, of course, that's not the case. It's oversimplification. Regardless of what caused the breakup, it appears that Thoreau, 49, and Aniston, 52, have maintained a cordial relationship. In fact, the stars, who share many of the same friends, even celebrated Thanksgiving together in 2019. And for Aniston's 52nd birthday in Feb, Thoreau posted a sweet tribute to the actress online. Um, quote, I would say we've remained friends, Thoreau shared with Esquire. We don't talk every day, but we call each other. We FaceTime. We text. Like it or not, we didn't have that dramatic split, and we love each other, he added. I'm sincere when I say that I cherish our friendship. We cannot be together and still bring each other joy and friendship. Also, she makes me laugh very, very hard. She's a hilarious person. It would be a loss if we weren't in contact for me personally, and the same for her. Um, I love this. I believe it. I don't think that they're he's BSing. They seem like they were actually a very sane, normal Hollywood couple that maybe just, you know grew apart or whatever may have happened um he i i just saw on instagram i think a photo shoot he did for esquire and he looks great i mean i, I can only imagine how being married to jennifer aniston how funny that must be because we've only seen we've only had a taste of her humor on screen but like her personally must be even funnier i can only imagine it's like with lisa kudrow i can only imagine what it's like to be part of her family um because she's just you know so hilarious but yeah it was a good read, and I'm very happy for them, and um, they're amicable split, split, split. Okay, our next story um, is our fourth, uh, third story. No, fourth. How many stories have I picked? One, two, three. Oh, it's our third story. It's not really a story. It's just from E! News, and I thought I would talk about it because I'm really, really excited about it. And it's seen Nicole Kidman transform into Lucille Ball in the first photos from being the Ricardo set. Um, Nicole Kidman, I mean, literally the hardest working woman in Hollywood, the most like, transformative actress, second in Meryl Streep, maybe, is stepping into the shoes of the icon Lucille Ball. Um, uh, this week, the actress donned a new hairstyle as she stepped into the role of Lucille Ball on the set of Aaron Sorkin's, ooh, that means it's going to be really good, new movie, being the Ricardos. Nicole sported a shoulder-length wig with loose curls as well as a rosy-colored lipstick. As for her outfit, the star had an 
on a cream colored blazer and brown slacks, but all this was covered by a black raincoat to protect her from the unexpected rainfall in LA. Nicole teased her new role in an Instagram post from last week. She posted she posed on the closed set, writing under the photo, currently in production, hashtag being the Ricardos. Javier Bardem is playing Nicole's on-screen husband, Cuban-American actor Desi Arnaz. Um, Javi- oh my gosh, the rest of the cast includes Tony Hale, obviously, from Veep, Alia Shakat, Jake Lacey, J.K. Simmons, and Nina Arivanda. Um, I think that this is going to be incredible. I mean, if Nicole Kidman is taking on this role, it's obviously... I thought that for some odd reason, Kate Blanchett had this role, but I guess it's Nicole Kimmon. Either way, I mean, Nicole Kimmon, Celeste, Satine, um, who did she play in Big Little Lies? Uh, uh, what was her character's name in Big Little Lies? Celeste? Oh, it was Celeste. Um, oh, I'm thinking of The Undoing. I forget what her name was in The Undoing. But she was fabulous in that too, and I mean, my personal favorite Nicole Kimmon performance will be in forevermore Moulin Rouge, Satine. Speaking of Moulin Rouge, this isn't a story, but it's just a side note. Um, I'm a huge Broadway nerd, huge Broadway fan, and one of my favorite Broadway heroes, Karen Olivo, who won, who I saw on West Side Story in 2009. She played Anita. She won the Tony. She was also in The Heights, and currently her last project was, um, oh, what was that thing called? Oh, Moulin Rouge. She played Satine on Broadway, the original. She is stepping back from her role because of the uh, allegations against producer Scott Rudin, um, which is pretty bad. But she's taking a stand and says she's not, she can't, she doesn't feel morally right, you know, performing, making money off of the back of a man who has, you know, really damning allegations. So good for her. But um, yeah, I just thought that was a really interesting piece of news. And I was reading a lot about it yesterday. So if you want to, you know, learn anything about that, it's her Instagram is Karen Olivo. Um, and yeah, I just thought that was an interesting tip. But I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see Nicole Nicole Kidman as Lucy. I mean, hello, Oscar. I mean, between her and Aaron Sorkin, I can only imagine how great that's going to be. And our last piece of news is from page six. And I thought this was a really interesting thing, but I actually sort of really agree with it. Uh, you know, maybe you do too. Kanye West wants to date an artist after Kim divorce. Interesting. Kanye West is already thinking about his next relationship. The newly single rapper, who's in the midst of a divorce from Kim Kardashian, wants his next relationship to be, quote, with an artist and a creative person, the source tells us, Assassin Page Six, explaining it's so, quote, they can speak the same language together. But his next partner has a lot to live up to. West 43 has previously declared, quote, I am Michelangelo, I am Picasso, he told GQ. I am unquestionably, undoubtedly, the greatest human artist of all time. It's not even a question at this point. It's a fact. Um... Okay, well, that, the rest of the article just sort of goes on to, you know, talk about his background of dating and whatnot. Okay, first of all, I, I am going to say I, I agree with the fact that he should date an artist because his, his, his mindset and his whole world is his work. From what, from what it seems, I don't actually know him, but I think it makes sense. He wants to be, you know, pulled up by someone who's sort of inspired by the same things he is. So that's totally great, and I'm glad that Kanye knows what he wants. I think Kim was actually a really good partner because she too is a visionary and an artist and literally has a lot going on. She's a global icon, but maybe an artist in the sense of creating um, product. Not that Kim doesn't. Kim has skims, her makeup, all that stuff, but like uh, maybe painting or, or something. That would be great. To to the other point of the article where he tells GQ, GQ he's um, Picasso or Michelangelo. I mean, I definitely think he's an innovator. Do I think he's... Um, one of the greatest artists of all time? No, because to me, that would be Steve Jobs and creating the iPhone, which is a device that even Kanye West uses. That, to me, is an innovator. I mean, a lot of people have Yeezys, but those are shoes. Like, everybody has shoes, but not everybody has those shoes. Um, 
and you know doctors who are created the, the 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 scientists and doctors who created the vaccine that's a visionary that's michelangelo's status level but that's just my personal opinion but anyways i i decided to read this article and i thought it was interesting because i think that that actually is a really good match for kanye and an artist of some type um to be inspired by motivated by to create um throw throw ideas off of um it's it's just it's great and it's going to be really interesting to see um, if, if in fact we do get to see, or if we're privy to that, uh, who he ends up with. So yeah. All right, everybody. That's, uh, that's pretty much all I got for you. Those are four pretty good stories for the most interesting ones that I came across. I mean, I came across a lot this morning, but I, you know, so I'm only drawn to certain ones cause it gives me something to think about and talk about because I could literally talk about anything to anyone, but you know what? I like this. So yeah. All right, everybody have a great Thursday. I'm Andrew DeVitri, the mistress of pop culture. You can stream my podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, CastBox Radio, iTunes, the podcast up on the iPhone. And yeah, I'll chat with you guys later. Bye.